Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cheese and pickle. All of television history is contained in the box of delights. Hello, I'm Julia Rayside. Each episode, my guest chooses a favourite TV memory to talk about. Joining me today is the writer, comedian and co-host of the All Rather Mysterious podcast, Eleanor Morton. Eleanor, thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. How do you do? So what have you brought to talk about today? Uh, today I have brought Jim Henson's The Storyteller. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking John Hurt in prosthetics. Yes, in, in pointy ears. Yeah. And Brian Henson as a talking dog. Yes. Oh, the, did the dog have a name? I don't know. I don't know if it was ever... I don't think he no. did have a name, did he? Just Brian the dog, maybe. He was just dog Brian. Let's call dog, him Brian. Dog Brian. Yeah, yeah. He was very cute, but kind of a bit sardonic and a little bit, oh, really? He was, yes. He? Yeah. And I liked that. The thing about the storyteller is for years and years, I because it was on sort of early 90s. Actually, no, well, it's sta- it started off 87 in the US, wow. but it, I don't, I can't find out when it was on here. So you're probably right, maybe the beginning of the 90s. Yeah. I, well, that's my, I must have seen, in the 90s, I must have seen repeats. You know, when you've seen something, like, you just get flashes of it. Yeah. And you're like, I know, what is that from? Because it was so sort of ethereal and, and with the It was puppets. so odd, wasn't it? So it, I was always like, what is that thing that I saw? And for years and years, I wanted to find it, but I didn't know what it was. And did you make it up? And yeah, was, yes. it, was it a dream? Yes. Yeah, all that um, kind of thing. Because it was great and quite scary. Yeah, oh God, yeah. we'll talk about the stories in a minute. Um, Bloody hell. And so it was, and there was another thing that was on sometimes that they would repeat called The Story Keepers, which was oh. this Christian cartoon <laughs> about early Christians in um, Jerusalem. That sounds fun. Um, and so every time they were like, and now it's time for The Story Keepers, I'd be like, oh, maybe this is, and it, it wasn't. It would always disappoint you. Yes. Ugh, so grim. I eventually, found it again on YouTube a few years ago and I was so excited because it was even better than I remembered. So how old were you when you first saw this? Where, tell me about little Eleanor and where oh, you were. Uh, I was in Edinburgh growing up. Okay. And I was... You've lost your accent. Uh, I never had it. <laughs> ah! Um, and it was... This is the thing, I don't remember seeing, watching... Like, I don't know if I was allowed to watch it. It must have been on in the daytime. Yeah. You know, and I must have just watched it but I, don't, I barely remember anything apart from bits of the stories. It went in somehow. Yes. Yeah. And then... Uh, Enough to make me excited about wanting to see it again. God, yes. And sort of kicking off a Jim Henson slash sort of dark fantasy. Oh, my God, I'm still with you there. Labyrinth. We're all lovers of Labyrinth here, aren't we? I think that's why, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, you know, I have to find the storytellers. Because it did happen. No, it really did. We're here to tell you now it did happen. So, John, it had an incredible cast, by the way. This is like 1987. Yes. Obviously made in this, I'm assuming made in the States. But they seem to have all of British film and theatre. In the story segments, they'd yeah. film a kind of a European folktale, yeah, and then sure. the storyteller would tell it. Yeah, I was wondering if it was filmed in the States, because they do mm. they did do a lot of Jim Henson stuff in Britain. They did, didn't they? So and the cast was. is suspiciously... I mean, yeah. the acting talent involved, these are just some of them. So mm. Jane Horrocks, mm-hmm. Bob Peck, Jolie Richardson, Miranda Richardson, French and Saunders, Sean, Sean Bean, Scene Bean, yep. uh, Alan Armstrong, and the list goes on. And Michael Gambon was in the spin-off, yes. apparently, as it, there was a Greek story. There was a Greek one, one. with I don't the same that, dog. But, yeah, same so dog. Brian did come back. He came back. 
Yeah. But so, yeah, so do you remember any particular stories? Were there any, any yeah. ones that stuck in your head? I remember, um, was it Stone Soup? The one with... Oh, no, it wasn't. It was There's one that's a sort of a shaggy dog story, which is where the storyteller himself gets put in jail by the king. Oh, is that where the, the, his wife's in it, isn't it? Brenda Blethyn's yes. his wife. Oh, yeah. yes, it is yeah, her, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realise that until just now, yeah. Ah. And um, and they have to. he has to entertain the court with, with some stories. So he actually gets sucked into the story himself. Yes, yeah. and there's one bit of that that always stuck in my head, which is where the he's doing magic tricks for the family and uh, he makes a rope ladder yeah. and the prince climbs up oh the ladder. Oh, my God, that's really such loud bells. Yeah, and then the ladder collapses and he's gone. Yeah. So creepy and fun. The full, like, Indian rope tricks. Yes. The one that really freaked me out, and I actually didn't remember this, but there's a lot of it on Mm. YouTube, is The Soldier and Death. Mm. The Soldier and Death. Gather round, children, for the story (laughs) of The Soldier and Death. Story, yeah. I mean, So grim. But I liked that. I liked that it was so dark, and I think children should be scared. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Definitely. Yeah, and they had the great devil puppets in that, which were very creepy. Which, if you've watched, have you seen uh, Yonderland? Yes, I love Brilliant thing with the guys from the old horror mysteries cast, and they uh, they had some demons in that yeah. that were pretty much they were actually, either exactly yes. the same or they made them again to look like yeah because yeah. it was Jim Henson's puppets wasn't it yes it in, was in that as yeah. Well, yeah does anybody else make puppets <laughs> I think he, I think even after death he still has a monopoly on brilliant puppets yes so um the yeah the soldier and death one mm. I think was just really upsetting because it was. Well, it was so it's Bob Peck who just puts in a proper, terrifying, yes. intense performance, as you'd expect. Yes. But he basically has to, he gets, doesn't he, uh, he gives away, he's coming back from war and he's only got three biscuits and he gives yes. them away to these needy people on the road. And the last biscuit he gives away and they give him, is it a sack, a magic sack? A magic sack. And anything you want to go in the sack will go in the sack. That's it. And a magic deck of cards. Yes. And somehow he ends up playing some poker with these devils and then he beats them all at poker wins loads of uh, gold off them and then mm. puts them all in his sack yeah let's play then and with that they settled down to business the soldier dealt the cards and won <laughs> my run eh? and won again Is he cheating? Well, I am, and I'm still losing. Me too. Deal again. Certainly. And he did, and he won. And the devils got into the kind of fume only devils can get in. Fume, fume, fume. And then it gets darker from there. That's not even the darkest. No, bit. Yeah, I think yeah. it's all, yeah. I guess it's a moral about um, wanting too much and trying to overcome things that you can't really overcome. Well, as, as all European folk tales are, yes. they're, they're basically don't overreach yourself, show a bit of humility, yeah. and it's like, they're quite British actually in that way. It's like yeah. mind your neck in, don't get any ideas, <laughs> yeah. and you know, look sharp. Yeah. Um, but the news is though, apparently mm. that now who is it? Neil Gaiman apparently Ooh. is working on new storyteller with the Henson Company. Oh my God. Do you think you don't you don't want it to stay where it was in the weird distance murky I, no past. I do like that I mean I, I love uh, 80s 90s feel it has yeah um, and the I love I feel like it's quite timeless like yeah just the the effects because the thing about practical effects is they always look good I mean they well they don't always look good but you know they always feel real yeah 
Um, and that's why that they sort of outlast CGI. Yeah, as opposed to stuff that's done in camera or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it always looks, you know, the older it gets, the more charming it gets almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as long as they do the same thing that they've done with this new Dark Crystal where they have stuck with puppets. Oh, they... yeah, no. So you've seen that. I haven't. Yeah, is it, is only... it a thumbs up? Yes. I'm only about four episodes in, um, but I'm really enjoying it. And they, it looks great. And they've they have stuck to the puppets, which is the big worry, obviously, because yeah. it's you know it's like when Yoda went CGI for the oh. for the prequels in Star Wars. I know it's a worry. Yeah, have you seen? Well, you might not have done just because you know wrong vintage, but um, you've missed it either <laughs> side actually. But they did. It was rather charmingly. They brought back the clangers, so you know small films, yeah. little pink alien guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the third season, I kind of I misheard and thought they were going to do it CGI. And just thought, oh no, please God, don't, don't. <laughs> oh, they haven't. They've they've done oh. stop motion animation and kept. And they actually call it series three of the clangers oh, as opposed so to. Nice. We've rebooted the clangers. Yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. If you're going to do it properly, then do it properly. Yes. Don't, yes, don't Absolutely. half-ass it, please. As long as they do that. I think Neil Gaiman's quite a good fit for the tone. Well, yeah, the fantasy background and stuff. Because it was, it was Anthony Minghella, um before, and obviously he passed away. Anthony Minghella did the was, original story. He was a director, yeah. I had no crapping yes, idea. And um, I think that was that really made it great. Amazing. Um, and then the also the score. I don't know if you heard the soundtrack. when. Y- yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really beautiful. Um, can't remember. It was a woman who scored it. I can't remember my name. Hello, this is Julia from the future. The composer was called Rachel Portman. Rachel Portman. But I remember she was a woman because I was like, thank God for that. (laughs) (laughs) But this beautiful sort of oboe, Peter and the Wolf kind of style. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classical stuff. Really nice. It was a beautifully made series. There wasn't that much of it, though, was there? I think there was only like one big chunk and then this spin-off. It must have taken so much for every episode. Like the puppets obviously have to be built for each episode. And the amazing, like there was these big trolls they did. They did the griffin. That's right. Just this giant sort of bird dragon thing the trolls were amazing i think that was the one is it a young jane horrocks it was a very young jane horrocks yes. is uh the troll's daughter or sort of like she's Servant, been captured by a troll yeah, and she's yeah. he's, he's my mother he's my father that thing. that's right yeah, and yeah. he makes her do like impossible things and this lion from her imagination turns up he yeah. basically is aslan yeah and almost sounds like aslan and might be michael gambon but i'm not sure <laughs> and he turns up and just kind of like like licks all the water out of mm. the lake for her and builds a castle for yes, her yes does all her tasks yeah and then um, eventually makes the troll oh, spoilers she, i think he makes the troll fall down a, a non-existent flight of stairs to kill him yes. so that she can have the castle and you know yeah. I mean, there's, ever after. there's cannibalism there's murder there's, there's it's all great sorts of isn't stuff. it it's good yeah <laughs> and I was never you know I was never freaked out by that as much as I was freaked out by the images yeah and uh, yeah I mean but you know if you read the because I really love those old folk tales and like the origins yeah. of folk tales and they're all very strange and you know they're, they're very like you can recognise aspects of them in stuff we do today but the you know there's very random aspects like and then a lion turned up yeah whatever, yeah which, yeah um, I really like it's just anything in your imagination is basically all fine as long yeah. as there's a moral call to it you just yes. what, whatever you want to happen it can happen it's yes, great exactly. no I agree I think I didn't realise until you sent me back to YouTube to watch some of this that actually it's where I heard some of these stories for the first time mm. because like you said it occupies little corners of your mind yeah. little dusty corners yes. that don't have any light bulbs working anymore and yeah it was really nice to go back and go oh hang on yes no I have seen yeah. this before the face of the troll in that Jane Horrocks one. Yes. It basically his snout is so long it kind of becomes his chin. Doesn't yes. it? It's just a weird long face. It's, it's hot, grotesque but sort of beautiful. Yeah, no, really. And the model making is, is it's insane. So, it looks it just looks like the the music and the atmosphere and the uh, sets and everything is all just 10 out of 10. I know, proper production values. Mm. Well, uh, we will wait with bated breath to see if they can do yes. as magical a job. But that know, really is magic. Yeah, do you know, when it, is it Netflix or is it... I don't know. I think it was only really announced that it was sort of happening at the beginning of this year. Mm. So I imagine it's ongoing 
with yeah, Henson we'll Weber. It sounds like a Netflix, doesn't yes. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Keep your eyes peeled. Mm. But that, um, I really hope they don't cock it up. <laughs> anyway, thank you for bringing that to talk about. Before you go, would uh-huh. you mind delving into the yes. box of delights and having a question? Oh, uh, oh this is appropriate. Who is your favourite TV puppet? Ah, well. Um... Oh, what, of all time? God. Just any, any, I know there are there are many, from any era. <sighs> I feel like I... Uh... We kill all the other ones, by the way. They're all put in a furnace. <laughs> oh, God, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. We never kill a puppet. I do like the Muppets. I know mm. that's boring, but... You have to have a favourite Muppet okay, then. Okay, um, oh, God. Let's go with Kermit. I like Kermit. Kermit, oof, bit route one, bit, bit obvious. Bit route one. He is great, though. But, yeah, I mean, why change a classic, you know? Um, I know, you're right. Beautiful expressions and things like that I'm sure I'll think of another puppet and be like oh. on the stairs on the way out yeah. undoubtedly Eleanor thanks for coming bye thank you for having me <laughs> you're so polite <laughs> thanks for listening you can find links to the YouTube clips from today's episode on our Twitter feed at Box Delights Pod come and say hello bye sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.